What's up, y'all? It's the First Lady of Soul Society 101, the podcast. Um, it's unique. I am turning the tables, and I am going to be asking Ron the rapid-fire questions. Are you ready, babe? Ooh, I'm ready. All right. If you were stranded on an island and could only bring one album, what would it be? Uh, this is stressful. I can't just bring one album. You have to. I'm stressed out. Yo, he's such a music head. Like... Such a music uh, Just, Rapid fire, come on. <sighs> he is trash. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. What's that one album that you could constantly bump? Like, you could just listen from beginning to end? I don't have one because it changes from year to year. And there's different albums for different things. But, like, you're sharing it on an island. Don't think of yourself in, like, our Brooklyn apartment. Think of yourself on an island. What would it be? Okay, I'm going to say, and I'm probably going to regret this, Lauren Hill, the miseducation. I knew you were going to say that. I'm so sorry. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I just, I mean, I just knew you were going to say How'd that. How'd you know that? I should have bet money. I should have said it for you, but I didn't want to lead the witness. How? Like, I, I don't know. I, just I don't felt even it. talk about that album that much. I just felt it because it's just one of those great albums, but I had to give it to my girl Mary because it's Mary. <laughs> but, no, I, I knew just, you were going to say that. You know what it is? It's not... It's not that that album has a little bit of everything that I think I need as a person because it's soulful music. Mm-hmm. It has Caribbean vibes. Yes. It has spiritual mm-hmm. songs. It has hood songs mm-hmm. that remind me of, you know, New York, New Jersey. So I just feel like it has everything that I need. If I'm on a deserted island, I think it has a little bit of anything that would make me need to feel right. I knew it. I, oh my gosh, I wish I bet money. <laughs> All right, sorry. One TV show. Damn. It could be a current TV show or an oldie. I know I feel crazy, but like, I don't really know. TV show. You Do you even watch television? I do, but not like. Oh, I know what show it would what be. What show would it be? I think it would be Blackish. Oh, I love Blackish. You love Blackish. But. Of all time, it's not my favorite show of all time, but I'll take Blackish. Like I, I just love feel like that will help you feel normal because you think you're Dre. I am Dre. I don't okay. think I'm Dre. Okay. <laughs> and we're moving on. One last meal. Mm. No pressure. I would hope that you say it's one of my cooking. How you gonna kidding. do that? You I can't. Just you can't just, come. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And say it better be one of your it meals. It could be whatever you want, love. Um, it would be. Your rasta pasta with either oxtail or short ribs. Okay. That's also, just so y'all know, I get down and busy in the kitchen. Okay. Don't <laughs> so put that out there, loves. I get busy. Okay. Um, one thing to remind you of home. Um... Wait. When did we become beatboxers? I don't know. Um, I want y'all to know he's looking around our living room right now for inspiration. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, let's not say home, like the physical home, but I'll probably bring a Metro card maybe to remind me of New oh, York. Okay. I mean, I said a photo, but you could say a Metro card. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one book. Well, you said the Bible, and I don't want to seem like I'm biting. 
You can bite for Jesus. I'm going to bite for Jesus. I'm going to say the Bible. You can always bite for Jesus. I'm going to thump my Bible all the way Come to the on, deserted Come on, somebody. Line. Start with Matthew. That's where Jesus answers. Okay. okay. <laughs> Tables turned a little bit. You, know? you like that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then I should have a song about turning the tables. Changing places. We're changing places. You know he's what I'm always saying? trying to sing some songs. Oh God. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, in the house, he really thinks he's Beyonce and I'm Kelly. <laughs> Don't. I love Kelly. Don't do that. Beyonce. But we all know who the lead is here. Whoa. <laughs> you see, and this is the problem. This is the issue right here. Anyway. Um. Oh, wait, so, I don't want the beehive to come after me. She's very talented. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully y'all listen to the Paris episode. Um, we're on to season two, episode five, where we're talking about London Town, which I loved. I love London. And I'm so happy to hear you say that because I could t- totally see myself living in London. Outside uh, of like Florence, Italy, London is like the next place I could live in. I don't know if I want to move there, but... I mean, it's definitely livable, and it was just so much to love. So let's let's break down all the things we did, why we love London, what there is to do. Um, I would also like to note that he gave me a little grief before the trip because, like, I, he thought I was just hyping and gassing up London. I did, I did, and the thing the thing with London is like, I thought it was going to be too similar to New York for me to really get like a feel and feel different. So. I had actually never been to London, which people think is crazy because I've been some far out places. But and you have family there. And I have family there. But it's just like, I don't know. I just always was like, oh, London will be there. But it was so much cooler than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. It was so much cooler than I thought it was going to be. It's popping. I loved it. So, London. How? Where do we even begin? So, Yannick had been to London before. Several I had never times. been. Oh, you've been several times? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'd never been. Um, she always talked about it. Um, but her experiences in London were things that I don't know if I would have been into anyway. Like, she was like, tea time. I love afternoon tea. So, if you could do, like, the Ritz or the Wolseley, that's nice. But if you just need some cheap afternoon tea that's delicious, go to Liberty of London. Unfortunately, when we went, it was closed for renovations. But um, it's amazing tea. And you can shop. Okay. Well, she would always do, because you went with your sister both times. Yes. And so her experiences were very, like, you know, posh and upscale. And I'm like, mm, if I go to London, I want to see the hood and I want to do... When he goes anywhere, he wants to see the hood. I love seeing the hood. That's my jam, man. He likes to be part of the people. Yes. I want to be where people are. I don't want to be all... Because I, how I live on a regular basis is not all the way upscale. So when I travel, I don't want to be all the way upscale. I'll dabble in it. Just like I dabble in it at home. But, you know, I'm going to rough around the edges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, so we spent two days in London, absolutely loved it. We stayed near Hyde Park. Um, our hotel was a Sheraton Piccadilly, but it wasn't exactly in Piccadilly. It was a little bit off from Piccadilly. Um, and Piccadilly, it was literally across the street from Hyde Park. Yeah, and I thought the, the, it was amazing. The area was perfect. It was close to Buckingham Palace. It was close to Piccadilly. It was close to trains and pretty centrally located to get around. Um, and it was just like the right type of gaudy, over-the-top design that I appreciate in my hotels. <laughs> like chandeliers everywhere, 
lush um, couches, like those sorts of things. Yeah, just, it was. It was. It was really mm, just delectable. Yeah. So we arrived. We checked in. Um, started exploring. I think Uber is how we got around most of the time, but the train was pretty easy and accessible. Um, our favorite restaurant, I think, well, my favorite restaurant was Duck and Waffle. Was that oh, your favorite? Yes. Yes. So Duck and Waffle, um, I don't even know how I found out about it, but, you know, we were celebrating our actual anniversary was in London. The whole trip was a celebration of our anniversary, but we were in London for the day, so I wanted to find somewhere cool to celebrate. Um, Duck and Waffle is in a tower. I can't remember the name of the tower I think they right call now. it the tower. No, there's a name of the tower, but way, way, way up in the clouds and you could get an amazing view I think of it might London. be the highest point, like the highest view you can have, like commercially. Yeah. In um, London. Because it, you were able to see everything. Yeah, and it was a 360 view of London too, which was awesome. So you got to see London Bridge and um, anything that you might not have been able to see and get a chance to up close, you got to see it from the tower. So... The food at Duck and Waffle Ciao. was so good. Mm. First of all, obviously, we had to order Duck and Waffle, which was banging. So but that good. wasn't even the best thing no. on the menu. No. We had a bunch of appetizers, but one that I would have never ordered that but Unique that's, that's ordered. Just, it's just like... A, my, so I'm sometimes one of those like hood eaters that like like those random basic food. Like I love a good hot dog. I like I like some real basic subs, and so I saw the menu and I saw that they had a corn dog, mm-hmm. but it was like a pork with apple and fennel. And I would have never ordered that. Oh my gosh, it's, it, it didn't even amazing. sound good to me. I was it like, sounded so good to me because I know what those flavors. <laughs> those flavors are like Thanksgiving flavors. You okay. Know what I'm saying? So I was just like, yes, and then like the um, the breading on that to make the corn dog esque appeal or whatever. Um, was made of cornbread. Child. Was it? Yes, it was cornbread with corn pieces in it. Oh, that was... Uh. So, anyway, point is, make sure you go to Duck and Waffle. You'll get banging views. You'll get amazing food. Another one of our favorite restaurants that I found via Instagram, or someone actually recommended it from the Soul Society um, following on Instagram, Stogolis or Stagolis? Stagolis. Stagolis. That's the name Stagolis. of it. Stagolis Restaurant. Um... Man, it was... It's, it's so, black-owned. Black-owned, which is very important. And it's... Um, she's from Houston and lived in New York for a while. Ashley is her name. Yes. And um, we got to connect with her and her partner on the business. And they were both there, sat and talked with us. They were so cool. The food was banging. So the, the concept is bringing American soul food to London because there aren't that many American soul food restaurants. And there are so many American expats that live in London be it because the language, you know, is so easy. So many New York or um, U.S. businesses in general have another office in London. So she just wanted to bring that American flavor there. And the food was bananas. I mean... So good. They had some... Um, what do they call it? Is it blue barbecue wings? Is that what it's no, called? No, it, um, it was Alabama... Alabama blue wings. Amazing. It was so so tasty. And so, Ron, Ron didn't want to... Um, I didn't want to try it because I had... Is it blue or white? They, I think it's called it's white. white barbecue sauce. It's I've white had white barbecue. barbecue sauce other places, and I was like, uh, this ain't really do it for me, but theirs is on point. It's so good. Their fried chicken is on point, candied yams. Um, do we, we have mac are, and cheese? No. Are we getting to the bow nuts yet, or should we... Oh, just get into the bow nuts. Let me tell y'all about these bow nuts. <laughs> 
So basically, it's I think she described it as like almost like a biscuit batter mm-hmm. that she deep fried like she would a donut, and then put sugar all over it. Yeah, yeah. And then they gave us jam to go with it. Mm. It was so good. Oh my god! It's powdered sugar on top. Ooh. It is. It's like your best zeppeli in your life. Yes. Your best beignet in your yes. life. Like it. It. Your fave could never. You understand <laughs> what I'm trying to say? So make sure y'all go to Stagolies. It's S T O G O L E E S. Even the bread that they drain the fried chicken on is good. Oh yeah, that bread was bomb. It was so good. I don't like that you said drain though. No. <laughs> it's not drain, but you know the bread they put on the fried chicken that kind of grab the. What, what would grab be? Would that be drained? <laughs> Let me know when I'm wrong. Anyhow. Anyway, um, but we heard, and she told us that we need to come back for brunch. Yeah. We heard that, like, that's the true star of the show on the weekend. It's their brunch. So I'm sure we'll be back to London to check that out. Yes, because we both actually love London. So mm-hmm. London is somewhere um, we'll definitely probably go every other year or as often as we can, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is that conversion rate, because the pound where we went at least Ooh. is 1.5 to the dollar. And I'm just like, dogs. I mean, to think that everything you're buying is 1.5, what it's supposed to... Well, you know what I mean? Like, 1.5, what it would be is a little... No, it hits the pockets a bit, but... But it's... And that's how you know I love London, because I'm not even griping over the cost. Like, it was just that cool to me. Uh, Another area that I explored to, Yannick was too tired, but I actually visited two friends that I know that live in London. Um, Shout out to Blair, shout out to Kiara. We went to the Shoreditch area, which is kind of like the cool kids, chill area, um, very artsy, a um, lot of graffiti everywhere. So again, that's my go-to when I visit a different city. He loves that aesthetic. Um, so Shoreditch was very cool. We went to a restaurant called Dirty Bones, which was banging. I was already pretty full from Stagley, so I couldn't eat that much, but I had some ribs, and they were bomb.com. So I definitely suggest... Um, Going to the Shoreditch area in general and exploring and definitely check out Dirty Dirty Bones Restaurant. Um, Westminster, the Westminster neighborhood is where you get all the sights in. You'll get the London Eye, which is like the big Ferris wheel. You'll get Big Ben, except (laughs) except (laughs) when we went to get a sighting of the Big Ben. It was covered in scaffolding. Yo, Ron was so tight. But let me tell y'all why I was so tight. I wasn't just tight because I was like, yo, I wanted to see the big man. I was tight because I had a whole photo shoot concept in mind. (laughs) Yo, he was so tight. For the big man. And I'm not even going to tell y'all what the concept was. But all I'm saying is I knew exactly the coordinates where I wanted to stand. I hit (laughs) someone. I hit someone. (laughs) I hit someone up on Instagram like, yo, where were you for this shot? Because you were able to, it was just, I just had no. He was so tight, y'all. Like, so tight. Like, I really had to talk him off the ledge. He was so tight. He was almost about to rule off London, too. Yo, I was about to X off London because I was like, yo, how dare you do this he to me? He was hungry. It was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was our first day. Oh, that's day. the other thing. Paris was a little warmer. London was brick, dogs. I was not ready for the cold. He he just was not happy, so that was an experience. But you know what? That just speaks to the character of London. For him, because he like when I'm telling y'all, he was big mad. He was big mad. <laughs> okay, but he was able like London was able to turn it around, and he was happy. Yeah. And he was like, "Oh no, it's real cute here." Yeah, I like London. Um, another he was th- another thing, I was very charmed, and that's the thing. I was like, I was not expecting to like 
catch the vibe and like be like, yo, I'm out in London, but I definitely felt that. And another um, spot to check out when you're in the Shoreditch area is Box Park. Box Park is like a market with a bunch of different restaurants and shops and things like that. So while you're in Shoreditch, go into Dirty Bones, check out Box Park. Uh, what else do we do? Notting, Notting Hill. Hill. That's my favorite neighborhood. Notting Hill is... I go there every time for no reason. How would you describe it? Is it... It's the cutest neighborhood ever. It is like what Bow Camp is to South Africa and Cape Town. That's what Notting Hill, at least to me, yeah, is that to makes London. Sense. You get colorful houses and beautiful pastels. Um, there's flowers in like every window. Yeah, it's definitely people really um, are conscious about the aesthetic in yeah. in Notting Hill. It's the the houses like are in a row, and you'll have like a mint green next to a pale pink, next to a light gray, next to a whatever like, light it's blue, just, and it's, it's just, just like a a nice like. You almost feel like you woke up in like Katy Perry's dream. It's just like, I don't know. You <laughs> know how Katy Perry was like obsessed with like cotton candy colors for a while? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's just like cloud. Like it's just, it's just so dreamy. We went on and it was raining and it was still so beautiful and just, I don't know, cute. And every storefront is very cognizant of the aesthetic of the neighborhood. Like it's a very, like, it's a thought out like thing that they do across all, like whether it be. The homeowners, the cafe owners, the shop owners, they all note that Notting Hill is known for a certain look and they need to uphold that. And I just love when like people pay that much attention to detail. Yeah, I agree. Notting Hill was um it was it was dope. I really I really liked it. And if you're in Notting Hill or Brixton, and unfortunately we we didn't get a chance to go to Brixton, but there's a spot, a restaurant slash bar lounge called um Rum Bar Kitchen that has great drinks reggae vibes um and i heard turns up late night which we didn't get a chance to experience either so definitely check that spot out as well um but yeah i have to say london really did it for me and i will definitely be back it was just it was just such a good vibe it's hard to put into words why i loved it so much but i loved it and they're so warm to americans too yes i mean in general i don't think it was because we're american i think everyone was just so chill everyone yeah, but was so sometimes nice. see that the reason why i say that that was not always the case um, back in like the nineties and early two thousands, a lot of Brits were actually a little put off by like a lot of Europeans actually were a little put off by like Americans. They mm. thought we were a little obnoxious and stuff, but I don't feel like that's like evident anymore. I feel like when we get there they're like, Oh my gosh, where are you from? Like they're just they want to help, they wanna to talk to you, they wanna to get to know you. And it's interesting because they also are labeled as a little um cold. Mm-hmm. Like British people are labeled as cold, but they're not. Not at all. They're they're so warm. It's just a matter of like they have to care to talk to you or like don't be obnoxious when you approach them. I guess I mean British people definitely have, you know, a way about them. I would say that, but But so but people say that about New Yorkers. Yeah. I think we're like some of the warmest people. I agree. I maybe that's why I get them. Maybe. Maybe that's why it didn't phase me at all because right. I'm like I totally they felt get like it. Kin. They yeah, felt like kin. absolutely. Yeah. Um so yeah, London London was everything, man. I would definitely go back. I just got to save, but <laughs> Yes, there's ser- Save the coins. If you're there's also really good food in London and we may not have got to explore everything, but like London also gets a bad rap for having bad food. That is no longer the case. Mm -hmm. There is a great restaurant scene in London. Um, Oh my gosh, we were almost um, forgetting opium. 
Oh, yeah. So definitely also check out Chinatown. Um, so our friend the, Blair... One of the best Chinatowns I've ever um, encountered. Yeah. Our, our friend Blair um, went to this spot called Opium, and I stalked her on Instagram. That's what I do when I'm about to visit somewhere. I stalk all the people I know from there and see what they're, <laughs> what they're into. Um, and she went to this spot called Opium, and Opium is... Well, the Chinatown in general is so clean and organized, and it's just set up really well. And um, we went to the spot called Opium, and it's a far walk up, which is crazy because Unique had a mess up knee at the time. What? No one said it was five flights of stairs up, but we finally made it up to the top eventually. And um, it was just a cool chill. It felt almost hole in the wall, a little underground. If it kind of gave like um, what is it a speakeasy? Yeah, kind of speakeasy vibes. Yeah. Everyone was chilling. Everyone was cool. Um, the drinks were very interesting because they give you your drinks in the the mug is in the shape of the year, the Chinese year that you were born in, and we were both born in the year of the rat. So we had these cool drinks in rat mugs. Um, they have dry ice, so it gives that whole illusion that it's mm-hmm. smoking. It was a very cool vibe. I enjoyed it there. Listen. The drinks are also no joke. Oh, super potent. What? <laughs> Ron and I were looking crazy by the end of it, and I had to really balance to go back down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely check out Opium for some dim sum, some cool drinks. The whole of Chinatown in general is really cool. Yeah. Um, and some places we didn't get to go that we heard a lot about, Brick Lane, which is like an arts area, the Mayfield Lavender Farm, which is like an hour outside of London proper, but that's where you'll get the beautiful lavender fields where you get to take all your photos and hang out. Um, I also didn't get to have fish and chips, without, which I was very disappointed about because I was like, I have to have fish and chips in London, but we had so many bomb meals that I don't think there was even a nook of time to fit in fish and chips. Yeah, and usually when I go to, I go to different the different markets. Like They'll have like the floral markets, the antique markets, and so there's a lot of like interesting shopping that's to be had. Like if you love um, antique stuff, like really great books from like Shakespeare and all that, they have them in really cool like book covers and things like that for very cheap. So that's like nice to design your apartment or home with. Floral market, spice market. Yeah, and markets. someone mentioned Camden Market as well, which we didn't have a chance to go to. Yeah. So if you are there, that might be something to check out as well. But London, you got our hearts. We're going to be back. Yeah, for much longer. Much longer. I just have to save my coins because the, the uh, pound is wild. It's wild. But um, that is season two, episode five of Soul Society 101, the podcast on London. And stay tuned because we're about to get into Amsterdam. Amsterdam.